Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash matriconstage. That's M-A-T-R-I-K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself... Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noiseland Arcade. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. Welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. Alice, Hannibal, and Thelonious. The three of you are in the government building, uh, the same one that uh, Verna Elsatrine Fall works at, and the governor, Governor Thanemore. Uh, they're super busy right now, uh, but some time has been set aside for you guys. Uh, Verna has done something to persuade uh, the governor, and he has agreed to give you guys some time so that you can talk with him. Uh, Verna hasn't really put any rules or stipulations on anything. She just sort of said she'd see what she could do. And, uh, uh, yeah, the the governor is in his office. He has two uh, dwarves that are in with him. It looks like uh, they're... Uh, uh, like record keepers or secretaries. They have uh, long beards, but not quite as long as Thane Moore's. Uh, Thane Moore's is, you know, an old, he looks older as a dwarf. Uh, dwarves all kind of have an older look to them, but Thane Moore is quite a bit older than the other two dwarves in here. They seem like maybe a little younger. Uh, you know, one has like a brown beard, the other has a blonde beard. And uh, Verna tells you guys uh, to, you know, take care and that she'll see you in the evening. And she heads back to her office. The governor kind of motions in with his hands and kind of does like a, a laid back wave thing. He says, uh, he says, oh, now Verna said that, uh, you know, if I was too busy, I could turn you away. Uh, but to be honest with you, I'm getting mighty sick and tired of dealing with all this fallout. So, This'll be a nice change of pace. Come on in. Uh, what what uh, what specific fallout has been irking you? Oh, it's gone to hell. Flat Chimera's undead. This is such a pain. Uh, is it, though? Like, you know, things might be a little bit easier for you with Flat gone, huh? If it I was, give him a little nudge. If it was any other district, you might be right. But Flacky Marazon was uh, the counselor for a district that they, they get to vote. Can you imagine voting? It's not just a birthright. It's not the, the right person for the job. The, the people get to have a say in how it works. Madness. Utter madness. Yep, it's a, it's a disaster. Um, 
we got a few questions for you. If you, if we appreciate you lending us your time here. Um, we had a question regarding one of the meetings that you, that you had recently. Uh, it was a meeting where uh, the motion was brought up to clear out a particular office building. Um, and, and, and from what we were told, you brought that up, but it, but it was at the behest of someone else. We're trying to figure out who that person might have been. I, uh, that's true. Uh, yeah, a lot of paperwork came through. Uh, it seemed like the, the, the building was, was quite old. The paperwork talked about how, you know, it was uh, best to use the building as a museum. And so, uh, you know, it was one of the buildings first constructed at the start of the city uh, and its history, uh, long before even I came into the city. Uh, and so, yeah, it, you know, I brought it up and it seemed like most everyone voted on it. Uh, I think, uh, I think Morin Ballantine was one of the only people who voted it down, uh, but he was outvoted. Uh, yeah, it seemed like a fine idea. Uh, I don't know who it was offhand. The paperwork showed up at my, uh, desk. He says, but, uh, as you're leaving, uh, one of my record keepers here can, uh, uh, assist you with that. Okay, that, that'd be good. Um, so, I, I just just an offhand question here. Do you have any ties to uh, to Strockhelm? Oh, hey, Strockhelm, it's uh, where I grew up. Uh, I grew up there and came to this city oh, a few hundred years ago. Oh, you've been here for that long, for several hundred years. Oh, yeah, I, I, I've been here for uh, probably, oh, it's hard to get the years straight when it's been so long, sure. maybe 150 years. Any, any family still there in Strockhill? Oh, I, I, the Thanemores are uh, uh, a pretty illustrious family over in Strockhill. Uh, that's, I think, one of the main reasons I was given the governorship position is the ties to my family. What, what is your family? What's your family involved in? What do they do over there? Oh, the Thanemores are a family that served the Thane. That's how we got our name in the olden days. Uh, uh, are you familiar with the Thane? Not, not offhand, no. I, uh, where I'm from, there's not really any Thanes. Uh, a Thane is a dwarven king. Uh, it's what we call our highest uh, ranking dwarf in our society. Okay. Very cool. Um, is, is it you guys involved maybe like in the manufacturing process, shipping, anything like that as well, or just, uh, just assisting the Thane? No, assisting the Thane. Uh, we, uh... We have a, a firm belief that government and business should be kept separate over in uh, Strachan, uh which is something I kind of like to happen over here, but uh, that's not really how the rules and regulations work. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, going, being someone going who... Off, oh, sorry, sorry, go ahead. Finish up. Uh, b being someone who had a similar job where, where he was, where I'm from, uh, I, I can certainly appreciate, you know, being of service to the, to the leader of a, of a city or a king. I, it's a very important uh, line of work. Uh, he looks to you there, uh, Thelonious. He says, uh, yes, sir. Yeah, so uh, I know the Payne family does a lot of business uh, right. in Strachan as well, right? Uh, I, they, uh, they do business with uh, Strachan. Uh, it's actually uh, something that I pushed for, uh, bringing in dwarven-made goods. I felt like it was uh, a, a sure business uh, plan for the city. Uh you know, but unfortunately, the way it works is the the counselors are you know sort of 
masters of the each district and well there's a counselor of the merchant district and so it goes hand in hand yeah does i'm sure cassius is is awfully appreciative of of the help you've you've given in the past that sound pretty accurate i should hope so uh but you know sometimes i wonder when it comes to the Payne family they're uh a little hard to read sometimes have you felt that way more recently than than usual? That she's you've been it's been kind of hard getting a read on her. No, I think I'm, that she's... I'm sure you're aware of the uh, the the intruder that came to her house, right? I that's scary stuff. I uh, I heard he had connections with Flacky Marazon. Uh, he was an outsider from out of the city. I uh, don't really know a lot of the details, to be honest. Uh, we've been a little busy dealing with Flack's disappearance. Uh, however, uh, no, I, I'd say I have a very good read on Cassius these days. Uh, I think she's shooting for the governor position that I'd like to abdicate. Uh, Longinus, though, well, I haven't seen as much of him lately. Okay. N yeah. Nothing seems to be acting weird between the two of them, then? Nothing that you've noticed, Longinus or Cassius? No, not between them, I, but I haven't seen them together in some time. Uh, I guess the party was uh, the last time. Yeah, how'd the party go? Was there, you know, was it a good time? Or was there any any strange occurrences you remember at all at the party? Strange occurrences. Uh, he thinks about it. Let's see. Natural 20. He says, <laughs> oh, you know. Hi, uh, yeah, I, I would say uh, it was a little strange. Uh, it was a party. But not everyone was together. Uh, a lot of people were walking around to different rooms and, you know, kind of minding their own business. It was uh, kind of an odd party, to be honest. Uh, Cassia seemed to have a bit of trouble. She was trying to bring everyone together, and it seemed like Longinus was avoiding her. Uh, seemed like uh, uh, everyone at the party was doing their own thing. Did you did you notice what what room were you in mostly when you were there at the party? Oh, I spent most of my time uh, in uh, one of the parlors. Uh, I was sipping on some alcohol and uh, sure. uh, kind of, you know, just taking it easy. I uh, decided I was just going to have a quiet night. Did you, uh, in their main parlor there, did you, there's a storeroom kind of right off to the side of it. Did you happen to notice anyone in and out of that room at all? Oh, I don't remember any one person in particular going into a storeroom, but I don't know the layout of Cassius's place very well. Uh, sure. It could very well be. Uh, they were coming and going from all the rooms. Who who specifically was there? Oh, at the party? Yeah. Well, you had Verna. Uh, you had Longinus. You had Cassius. Uh -huh. uh, let's see. He lets you know that uh, Flack Marazon was not there. Right. Uh, he did not show. Let me... I was going to say, I think you gave us a list before you I got here. I'm, I'm, hold on, hold on. I'm, uh, I'm having him reiterate the list. Oh. Uh, so, I'm trying to get his recollection. Uh, he lets you know Verna was there. Uh, he lets you know that uh, he spent most of the party with uh, uh, Goldbeard. He was there. Uh, let's see. I believe I had said that before. If I said mm -hmm. that he wasn't there before I apologize, but he was. No, you're, you said yeah, he was there. Perfect, perfect. Uh, I'm going off memory here. Uh, Cassius, of course, was there. 
Uh, old residential district would have been flat. He was not there. Collegiate. Kibo Freedom Peak was not there. Uh, the shipping district. Longinus was there. Uh, oh, no. Old residential. Uh, Pendlegrass was there. Yeah, uh, Pendlegrass yep. was there. New residential. Flack wasn't there. And uh, Morn Ballantine, uh, the governor says, he goes, I think he was there for a little bit, but I wasn't really paying him much mind. No, why, why is that? Well, he was just in other rooms, and, you know, it's just uh, we didn't really have much of a time to chat. Okay. Did, did everybody see... just... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Did, did wondering... Morn seem particularly agitated or not quite himself when you did see him? Morn doesn't really get along with most of the other counselors, I think. Okay. Well, Fair it seems enough. like everybody was kind of not wanting to talk with one another that night, huh? Did something happen earlier in the day, like a meeting that caused issues? Was That that wasn't the same day that they had the fight, was it? Uh, yeah, it was, I think, the, the day before. Maybe two days before uh, is okay. uh, when that fight broke out, uh, which, well... Flack was in the wrong for saying what he said, but, uh, roll insight. <laughs> okay. The 25. All of us? Uh, anyone can. Never yeah. mind. Matt's got it. You mean Alice has it? Alice has it with her awesome, her, her 25 level insight. Alice, you get the feeling that, uh, a very disparaging phrase is probably at the uh, tips of, or uh, the tip of uh, his tongue. But he bites his tongue, and he does not say anything disparaging. And uh, he just says, and Morn was in the wrong as well. Does that, I, what do you do when that kind of stuff comes up in the council? Does that happen often? Oh, no. It, I don't know if it's ever happened in all my years as uh, governor. Uh, a fight breaking out. It's a Shame. He shakes his uh, head. Can I, can I roll insight on that? Yeah, you sure can. <laughs> so it kind of seems like he might not think it's a shame. Uh, oh, natural 20. <laughs> With a natural 20. He feels it brings shame to him. Ah. He thinks that this that was something that reflected on his leadership, and he was not happy about that. You think that yeah. he legitimately felt shame and that they should feel shame for, for such an outlandish behavior. Uh, Did you do anything about the fight? Well, I broke up the meeting, and uh, I was considering disciplinary actions, and then now Flacky Marizan is gone missing. I guess yeah. justice has been served for him, huh? huh? Give him another Thanks. nudge. He gives you kind of a, a weird look. Uh, he says... Uh, I believe your name was Thelonious, is that right? Yeah, yeah. You're in the governor's office. You do watch your attitude. Can I roll insight? You sure can. That is a 23. Insulting a counselor is almost like insulting him because it's his city. You don't think he appreciates, even though Flacky Marizan was total douchebag, and you think that he probably knows that and is aware of the douchiness of Flacky Marizan, he, to Thane more, he was still a person of high 
significant to the government. And so it's kind of like you're insulting him. Uh, you don't think he likes that. Okay. I'll just kind of back off, okay. put my hands up, and be like, all right. Probably a good idea. Um, so did, did so you, you s- – go ahead, Matt. I was going to say, so you said uh, Cassius was uh, making making a move for governor. Do you think she'd be a good governor? Well, uh, my hope would be that uh, uh, Goldbeard would, my old friend. Uh, but all things considered, Abraham is starting to seem like he isn't all that interested. Uh, I think Cassius might be all right. Uh, I think she's a little bit too focused on the business side of things. Uh, if it can't be Abraham, then I think I'd uh, go for uh, Verna. Yeah, Verna seems to be uh, a good egg as far as what, as far as we can tell. Uh, right. she, although she is paying us, so we're a bit partial to that. Well, I suppose that uh, it's a bit of a conflict of interest. I'll bear that in mind. Yeah. Uh, did you hear about what was happening with uh, Abraham and, uh, and the tower there? Abraham let me know some concerning things were going on. He, uh, he said that he was taking care of it himself though. He said he didn't want to trouble the city. It was mostly personal, uh, which is a little concerning. He's an old friend of mine. You don't happen to know anything, do you? Can I roll insight? Yeah, you sure can. Uh, that is an, a 19. It seems like Abraham did indeed not tell Thanemore. You think that he kept it uh, uh, private, likely because of the potential terrible fallout it would have, that you don't know if there's anything that the city could have done about it. Uh, So you think that uh, it seems like Abraham didn't want to worry his friend. But with your role, I can also tell you that it seems like Thanemore is pressing you guys. He wants to know if you know anything. Are you going to say anything or are you going to lie? Uh, or deflect? I think what I'll say is, yeah, we, we, we helped him out. It wasn't any big deal. Uh, he just had a, he had a thing he needed taken care of, and, and we were just happened to be in the right place at the right time and helped him out. You're telling the truth. Uh, he rolls insight, and he kind of gives you an up and down, and you think that he knows there's something a little more to it, but he just nods, and he says, well, very well. I also recently uh, found out that uh, I am related to uh, his predecessor. Oh, is that so? Yeah, the Templetons. Turns out I'm, I'm a Templeton. Uh, the Templetons helped him out. Uh, was his, his mentor. Uh, yeah, so we're kind of, we're buds. Oh, you're a Templeton. Yes, sir. Wow. How interesting. I happen to have known his uh, predecessor as well. It was his master's master. Yeah, so you you knew him as a yeah. I I didn't know him personally. I just recently found out about this. He uh, came into the city for a brief time. Uh, yeah. I don't really know a lot of the details. Uh, Abraham always said that it was a a matter of great importance to the church, and at that time I was more focused on the government district. I wasn't a governor yet. Sure. Yeah, he didn't really share many details with me as well. Uh, just bits and pieces here and there, and. Uh, yeah, so I think maybe I'll chat with him a little bit later about that, though. Aye, aye. Uh, yep. Governor Thanemore looks at the three of you, uh, and he says, Well, I should be getting back to work here soon. Is there any other questions you might have? I don't have anything. All right. Yeah. Nothing I can say in front of him at the point at this point, so. 
says, Mr. Redforge, if you can take a look through the records for them and help track down uh, who it was who brought that paperwork to us. And uh, uh, Redforge, with a uh, 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 brown beard, nods, and he says, Aye, yes, sir. And uh, he looks to the uh, three of you, and he says, I'll walk this way. Yep. And he goes around the corner and uh, takes you to, uh, like, a records room. Uh, he unlocks the door, opens it up, and it's empty aside from you guys, uh, but there's tons of cabinets and drawers, and it seems like this is where a lot of the paperwork gets filed away for the city. And he says, I, it wasn't too long ago, shouldn't take me long. Uh, just a few moments, if you please. And he goes to start looking through a filing cabinet, but you guys now have access to this room. Uh, he hasn't said, don't touch anything. You're not sure how cool he is with it. Uh, did you guys want to try to look into anything? Or just wait? Uh, do you need... I, I'm going to ask him if he... If, would you like any help? Can we Can we help go through? Ah, don't worry about it. It'll just take a few moments. And it seems like it'll be a few minutes. Uh, you don't think you'll have long, but do you guys just want to wait? Or do you guys want to try to search for anything yourselves? Yeah, I think we should try and find something. I'm just trying to think of what we should find. I was going to say, I feel like we should take advantage of this opportunity, but I can't think at the moment. Would they have any um, records of the grave? No, that was, it's the church. It's going to say the graveyard. Graveyard right, stuff we is the church investigated yeah. all that. You could just try searching for stuff involving the graveyards and see if anything comes up. The burial records were for the church. Uh, but you could just try searching. It's you know that's always an option. That, maybe but, we should ask if we can look around before he snaps at us. Here's the thing: uh, if you guys want to search stealthily, you can make a stealth check. Uh, if you guys want to do it without him noticing, if you guys want to just flat out ask him, you can. But he seems content to just grab your stuff and hand it off to you. Well, we still don't know how innocent Thanemore is. I don't. I don't know if I really want to share with this guy. I, I'd rather stealth if we're going to I agree, scoop. but what do we look for? I know. Um, Maybe we can look for stuff can, on, Is there any I, stuff on Cassius we, or Longinus? We should probably see if there's more on those two, maybe. You want to take a look any, into them? Yeah, maybe any more recent transactions or, or, or anything? Vern is an option as well. Yeah, maybe can we just yeah? I, how how specific do we need to be here? Because I, I would agree we probably the more specific you are, the more I can help you out with what you're looking for. If you just say general information on the pains, I can offer you that. But do you want general information? Yeah, mm, I think I'd like to look for anything like on Cassius specifically. Cassius specifically uh, is what I hear from Alice. Uh, what are you looking for? Uh, uh, Thelonious. Longinus, was it? Yeah, sure. I'll look on Longinus. Right. And I guess I'll look for stuff for, for Verna. So all three of you make stealth checks. Uh, you have... Uh, actually, you guys are making regular stealth checks. He's making a perception check with disadvantage because he's looking through his own files. Ooh, natural 20. Uh, 24. 22. Wow. Uh... He had a three and a four. <laughs> He's completely oblivious to you guys. He's looking through his own stuff. 
all three of you make history checks to look through these old files to see if you can learn anything interesting. Natural 20. Ooh, unnatural 20. Nine. With a nine, Longinus Payne, uh, let's see. Oh. Uh, Longinus Payne is, let's see, uh, was brought into the city by Cassius. Uh, she recommended the, the position as the head of the shipping district. Uh, let's see. With a nine, what can I tell you about Longinus? I. Uh, Longinus hmm, with a nine. Shoot. Uh, you don't find a lot, honestly. Uh, when it comes to Longinus Payne, you know that he's the head of the shipping district. And uh, I, with a nine, I can let you know that uh, he has filed for uh, uh, things to be imported. I, like what? It does not say. Uh, but it does look like he has filed permits to allow things to be brought into the city. Uh, but not through the waterways that, you know, come from Strockhelm, like the, the Merchant District gets all their stuff in. It seems like the river that uh, goes out of the city and leaves from down the waterfall, uh, it seems like uh, he has uh, filed for things to be brought into the city. What that is, you're not sure. Uh, with a 20 for Verna L. Citrinefall. I... Uh, Let's see. You find that uh, she had uh, uh, there's a few things you find with a 20. I can let you know that uh, Verna L. Citrinefall has lived in the city for quite a while. Uh, it seems like she recommended Cassius Payne to her position. She was the one who led the initiative to get Cassius a position of power in the city. Uh, otherwise, it looks like a lot of her old paperwork has uh, a, uh, uh, a name of an assistant named Edwin. Uh, who does not ring a bell. You were looking for Cassius Payne, uh, and you had a natural 20, is that right? Correct. With the natural 20, you would also know that Cassius was brought in as uh, uh, recommended by uh, Verna. You notice uh, with the natural 20 that uh, there are quite a lot of uh, receipts. It seems like the city uh, monitors the spending of its counselors when it comes to like business lunches. And it seems like Verna and Cassius have had at least one weekly lunch or dinner together for years. And it seems like that has come to a fairly abrupt stop a couple of months ago. It looks like they have stopped their luncheons, uh, you know, probably a couple months ago. Hmm, about when all this stuff started? Indeed, that does seem to be the case. And so oh. we all shared this information with each other? You guys share that information. And a moment later, uh, it, uh, the dwarf turns around. He goes, I, I found your paperwork. It uh, took a little bit. No worries. We appreciate your help. Oh, absolutely. Uh, he says uh, it was uh, filed by one of the assistants uh, in the building. Which assistant's that? Uh, 
gentleman by the name of Edwin. Edwin? You ever... Who's Edwin? Well, Edwin, uh, you don't know who he is? No. No. Well, Edwin's, uh, I think, was one of the first people to go missing. Wait, what? I'm sorry? Uh, I, uh, he was, uh, uh, Miss Citrine Fall's assistant. Uh, he was, I think, one of the first people to go missing in the city. Uh, he was the first one that made us think that this was a problem. Uh, before that, it was, uh, someone else. I don't know who it was. Uh, but yeah, Edwin, uh, went missing. Uh, uh now at this point, maybe a month and a half ago or something. So, so it wasn't the lady at the bar? Oh, uh, I, I don't really know the flow of events very well. I've not been following the situation, but, uh, he says, give me a moment. He looks through another filing cabinet and this time a lot quicker. He says, uh, no, uh, lady in the bar was uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, and you guys know that that's when you first arrived in the city. Disappearances were happening up to a few months ago, uh, maybe about a month, month and a half ago. Uh, the first one, you know, was uh, Zoff Reverus. Uh-huh. It seems like the second disappearance in the city was this Edwin. Did we never ask who this other person was, guys? This is the first we've ever heard of Edwin. You have not, no. So this has been... Okay. Interesting. Thank you. Um, uh, yeah. Let me, let me ask you a question I, while you're here. Uh, what do you know about um, uh, oh, what's the guy's name? The, the head of the head of the police. Oh, uh, I, 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 uh, Orval, 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 Orval. Uh, Stonepike. Yeah. What is there? Do you have anything in here about like what Orval did prior to his coming here in the city? Uh, I'm sure there must. If you give me a minute, I can take a look. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Natural well, 20, he that. finds it immediately. Oh. <laughs> 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 the natural 20, he finds it in almost by accident. He goes, oh, this is, uh, well, I wasn't expecting it to find it this fast. Uh, I, uh, it, he takes a look at the paperwork. He says, oh, it seems like he was in a mercenary band. Uh, uh, the League of Infernus. Anything else? That's it? Uh, no, he was, uh, decorated. Uh, looks like he was a war vet. War vet, huh? So he served, there's, was it the war from like 50 years back or whatever it was? Uh, it seems to be the case, yeah. Do you know who, uh, did say anything in there about like commanding officers or, or who he served under? Uh, nah, not that much, I'm afraid. Uh, no. it doesn't have a, a lot of the details, just that that was his, uh, war his war background, and that's uh, what got him a high position in uh, the city's uh, police force. Does it say who recommended him or anything like that? No, it looks like he tried out for the position. Tried out for, and then, okay, successfully tried out and got them. Uh, looks who, like who the governor approved that? it. Governor approved it, okay. Do you know if the governor knew him prior to that at all? I don't think so. Uh, okay. It looks like uh, uh, his this war he was in was continents away the governor's lived here all his life sure that makes sense all right well i appreciate your help thank you that was very you're very good at your job i've been doing it for a while sir i could i could tell it's amazing amazing work <clears throat> he escorts I've you guys out uh, unless you want anything else you want to say i was gonna throw I... some money at him you give him a tip coin. yep he takes him it a tip. And, and be like hey uh Next, next time we need some information, can we count on you to help us out? Make a persuasion check. And how much are you giving him? 
Oh, now I can do a little bit more. I'll give him a gold piece. Gold piece? All right. Uh, make a persuasion check. That's not good. <laughs> what, what, what was it? Okay, uh, if he pays him more, does he get advantage? Yes, he would. Pay the man. Can I? I give him one. Can I give you five? Are you giving him five? I'll give him five. It's a standard rule. Okay, I'll give him ten. We got money to burn. I know. How much do you want to give him? I need to know a number right now. I'll shit. At this point, I'll give you fifty gold, buddy. Advantage. (laughs) (laughs) I will knock it off of our funds. They were both the same role, too. Oh. Much better than before. So that's uh, 21. Oh, wow. Yeah, he uh, he nods. He takes the 50 gold. He says, uh, so long as I'm not breaking rules, uh, yeah, I can let you in now and again. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll do some research for you. Right. We appreciate that. He nods. Uh, let's see. Let me give a name to this guy, because apparently he's going to be a much bigger deal than I thought he was going to be. <laughs> And who's our banker? Isn't that uh me? I got it. There you got it. Yeah, I got it. Let's we we see. have plenty. Of, we have plenty of money. Next time you want to tip somebody fifty, go right on. <laughs> really feel like we should hold on to some money, but. Uh, hey, I mean, it got you guys a uh, contact in the guy uh, uh, government building here. Let me see. Oh no, this was good use. I. Uh, I need a dwarf name. Severin. I like that name. S e v r i n. Is there anything else? Is there anything else before we leave? We could have them work look at while we're Severin Redforge. Going off. Severin Redforge. Okay. Man, that's way uh, too cool of a name for a record keeper. Uh, you better give him a sweet ass backstory for your next. Uh, I yeah, I'm gonna have to do something with that. Uh, anywho, yeah, he. You guys are willing to to bribe him essentially, so long as he's not like breaking the law. He's all right with this. So is there anything you want him to research for you while you're gone? Or do you want to look up anything right now? Is it worth finding out any details about um, Paralis? You think there might be any information since she was... She was here, yeah. That would she be was good. here and married to uh, Morn, right? Well, mm-hmm. I think we already know basically what her deal is. I mean, you could there definitely might... look it up. Like, it's. It That's what I was wondering. Like, is there anything else more that we could get? Maybe we can get more about Longinus and Pyralis. I think Longinus is probably a good a good one because we don't have very much information on him. Right. Well, I I tried and didn't do too well on that. Like I said, <laughs> right, we'll let the pro do it. Yeah, there we yeah. go. He lets you know that if you come back tomorrow. He will have brought up as much info on Longinus as he possibly can. Deal. Great. I like it. He'll he'll do the research off the clock, essentially. He's going to, you know, do that, like, after work. Uh, he has the keys to the building and the office and stuff, so he'll, you know... Uh, well, let me be specific. He has the keys to the building. He has the key to this room, and that would be about it. Uh, uh, he, he doesn't have any other keys. Okay, cool. In other words, we can't mug him and steal his keys. True, but at this point, you know that you can bribe him, and he's probably going to be cool with it. 50 gold right. is a lot of money. Uh, yes. Are you guys aware of how much 50 gold is to a regular civilian? Nah, I mean, I got a pretty good idea I, that it's a lot. It's a ton. He would probably make 
maybe 20 something gold in a year yeah all right you just dropped a cup like maybe a year or so's wages in his lap yeah he'll he'll take care of that perfect deal worth the money well worth it oh, all yeah. right severin thank you so much we appreciate your help we'll see you tomorrow my friend he says hey i'll uh, be expecting you in the morning cool all right uh, I think we need to go say hi to Verna one more time. What do you guys think? Well, I agree. we're supposed to meet Verna anyway. Oh, Maybe that's we true. should ask her about this now. Well, here's the thing. You guys well, have Well, she's got options. information for us, though. So maybe we don't want to spook her into not giving us the information, right? Yeah, you guys aren't mm-hmm. waiting on her to bring you potentially a magic item. If you guys are afraid that that might sour the deal, you can just wait. Uh, keep in mind, too, uh, Hannibal, you haven't revealed it to the group yet, I don't think. You have her address. You have her address. Uh, you guys uh, could feasibly go talk to, I think that uh, Gaius brought up the other day, uh, that weird symbol that you saw that kind of looks like an incomplete crescent moon. Uh, yes. He recommended that maybe another one of the, the people connected to Odaskal might know about it. The only one in town is Norbert Tinkledink. Uh, that's somebody you can feasibly search out if you want to bother. Uh, I don't know. I think I saw Sphinx just physically wretch. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's where we're going. All right. Uh, but yeah, no, you guys have plenty of options. You can go back to talk to anybody you want. You can go somewhere else. You can just go back to the Bertillo Bears and hang out. It's up to you guys. I think we should go check out this symbol. I think that's a good idea. Check out I agree. What- if Norbert's seen anything, Sphinx, you can have a drink in the bar while we're talking. Thelonious. Thelonious, you can have a drink in the bar while we're talking. Perfect. Alright. Just don't just don't pick any fights with Izer, please. Uh, no guarantees. Alright. Are we headed there? Are we headed to the bar? I assume I that's where that's he's right. at, right, Gorgon Saloon. Uh that is where his room uh was that he was staying at. Yep. Alright, let's head there. So you guys head across town. Uh, how about uh, Thelonious? Roll me a d20. Well, this is never good. That's a seven. With a seven, I... All three of you make perception checks. <sighs> uh, 19. Ooh, natural 20! I love this thing. I got a new one. <laughs> I am a big fan. Six. With a six and a 19, nothing's going on. You are heading across town, no big deal. Uh, as you get into the shipping district, uh, with a natural 20, uh, Hannibal, you see amidst the workers at the shipping district, you don't think there were this many before, but it seems like there is a larger number of orcs, half-orcs, it seems, specifically. Uh, and the rest of the group doesn't notice anything, and they're just walking along. But it seems like there are now more half-orcs working in the shipping area than there were before. I let them know what's going on, and I follow up with... It kind of sounds like, based on the information we have... Maybe Longinus is the one bringing in all of this equipment for what's his name? Who's going to be in, uh, invading the city? Uh, well, that would make sense. 
should we let at some point we probably need to let uh, Orvalt know. How about if Orvalt's in on it? I was gonna say, how about how about I snoop around the docks here for a little bit while you two talk to Norbert? Since we know I don't enjoy that a whole lot. How far away is uh the Gorgon, Ray Gorgon Saloon from the shipping district. Oh, it's in the shipping district. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, what are you going to do? Are you going to stealth around? Are you going to go invisible? I'll kind of stealth around. I can put on, uh, yeah, I can go invisible for a bit, see what exactly all this stuff is, and just get to find a little bit more information. All right, man. Don't uh, don't screw it up this time. Be careful. No guarantees. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so you guys are splitting up? <sighs> What do you think, Alice? Well, I feel like if we drag Thelonious into the bar, we're going to have trouble, so might as well let him get in trouble on his own. Yeah, he can't make all of us invisible, and I think that's probably our best bet is have him go invisible, maybe just eavesdrop on what's going on, see if you can get a word, uh, a couple words of uh, of what's going on. Yep. All All right. right. So... (laughs) Hannibal and Atlas head to the bar. I uh, Thelonious. I uh, will have you go first. What is your game plan? What is your your plan of action here? Yeah, I think I'll do my invisibility spell, and I'm gonna want to get. You know, I just I want to be able to eavesdrop on some of these conversations from the orcs, uh, and see what's going on first, and then maybe after that. If there happens to be a container that's kind of being left to itself, I might want to peek and take a quick look. Sure. So you uh, go invisible, and uh, you are going to uh, sneak up and try to listen in on some conversations. Go ahead and make a stealth check with advantage. Stealth with advantage. Mm-hmm. That's an unnatural 20. With a 20, you creep up to a, a group of pretty surly-looking half-orcs. Uh, they're kind of, uh, you know, hauling containers or whatever. They, you know, uh, uh, they, they don't really seem too thrilled. And you overhear their conversation. Uh, how long do we have to do this shit? Uh, it's only until the boss decides. That's why we had to get jobs. Laid low. Pretend like everything's fine. Do you really think our new leader is going to be in the city? I don't quite get it, but the chief sure thinks so. Eh. Sometimes I wonder if the chief is full of shit. Hey! Don't you be talking like that. I've seen what he does to people. You be respectful for your own good. And the rest of ours. He'll kill us just to know that you are talking to us if you're going to have that attitude about him. Says, ah, whatever. And their conversation kind of awkwardly ends there. That's where we're going to pause you, Thelonious. Meanwhile, at the Red Gorgon Saloon, uh, you guys walk in, and you see Iser behind the bar. Uh, you see a bunch of people sitting around, having drinks. Uh, you know, looks like a menagerie of people. Uh, 
If you want, go ahead and make a perception check. Uh, that is a unnatural 20. The both of you notice that it's a, a pretty varied selection of uh, people. Uh, seems like mostly human, uh, human, half-elf. Uh, you don't happen to notice any half-orcs in the bar at the moment. Uh, Iser, aside from Iser himself. Iser uh, looks to the uh, two of you and kind of nods in your direction. Uh, but unless you walk up to him, he's not going to flag you down or anything. I'll walk up and uh, Hold on. Before you order a drink. Before right. you walk up. Do we want to ask? I mean, Iser is a half-orc. Do we want to ask him if he's noticed more half-orcs around lately? Or... Maybe we just ask him if he's noticed that there's a lot more people in the shipping district. Play it that yeah, way. Yeah, but let's not do it suspiciously. Let's ask him, like... You know, that's weird. There's a lot more people in the shipping district. There must be hiring, right? What's going on over there? There we go. Alright. So you guys are walking up? We're walking yep. up. Uh, what do you have? I'll just take an ale, please. Uh, I'll have an ale. Sure. And he uh, uh, slides you guys some, you know, kind of room temperature ale, the the standard for the Red Gorgon Saloon. And it's fine. Sure. You know, it doesn't taste bad. It's, you know, nothing fantastic. Uh, and he asks for payment. Do you guys yep. pay up? Perfect. Oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah well. Uh, you know, <clears throat> probably like, I think it's like five copper pieces each. So a silver piece will pay for both your drinks. Right. So... Did you see all that across the street there, Iser? They're packed in the shipping district. They're doing some hiring? What's going on? Ah, oh, hell, maybe. I, uh, I've not really noticed any different clientele, honestly. Uh, uh, so it doesn't really bother me too much. Oh, so none of them have been in the bar? Well, if there's anyone new over there, then yeah, no, they haven't been. Oh, that's weird. They're missing I, out. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'd you're... So. Yeah, a lot, a lot of half-orcs I saw over there. I didn't know if maybe you, uh... You just happen to know any of them. Now, I'm not saying like you know all the half orcs. What I'm saying is, you know, when people come in here, I don't see a lot of half orcs in the city. Uh, you seem to be the one that's the most prominent. Figured maybe they'd come talk to you. I don't know. Make a persuasion check. See how I, well I, you I message him and I say smooth. Uh, was that persuasion? Persuasion, yeah. 15. With a 15, he kind of nods. He says, Yeah, uh, we don't really have a lot of half orcs in uh, this city. Uh, I've not seen any more than normal, at least not here. Oh, that's strange. Yeah. Hey, is uh, is Norbert around? We were looking for him. Nah, I booted him out. You booted him? Yeah, he wasn't paying for his room. It was all through flack in the city, and that dried up, so I uh, kicked him out. Uh, did he say where he was going? Yeah, he's uh, going to the, the Moonlight Cloak. Uh, uh, he was tugging on Juliana's skirt trying to figure out where to go next and she just said to go there and she went off on her own yeah which did she get say where she was headed oh i wasn't paying attention maybe back home i think that's where she stays okay oh she was leaving yeah yeah she uh came for a quick drink uh and then took off she seemed kind of agitated agitated did she say why yeah it didn't tell me anything no all right. Okay. Notice any other any other weirdness happened? I mean, obviously you've had plenty of weirdness happen lately, but There's anything new? Too much weirdness that I don't care to deal with, honestly. Uh, no, uh, gonna be glad that uh, 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 that little 
freak Norbert's gone. Uh, kind of creeps me right the hell out. Norbert creeped you out? It's not natural like feet that much. You're right. not wrong. That's fair. But you know what? I show my boots. You, you can't argue with the quality craftsmanship. He eyes the shoes up and down. He goes, oh, I suppose there's a trade-off for uh, loving feet that much. You know what they do? They turn me into a cheetah. They turn you into a cheetah. It's craziness. Yeah, just happens. Snap my fingers. I'm a cheetah. I don't believe you. You want to see it? Yeah. Okay. I turn them on. I snap my fingers. I turn into a cheetah right there. You turn into a cheetah and everyone in the bar freaks out. And uh, Iser is like, well, I'll be goddamned. Yep. I change back. He says, ah, I, uh, maybe I misjudged the little freak. Pretty crazy, right? I know. He's, uh, you don't get me wrong. He's definitely neurotic. But, uh, but I'm telling you, man, the man works wonders with feet. Works wonders with feet. That's a sentence I could have gone my whole goddamn life without hearing. <laughs> you know, I kind of feel sl- I kind of feel slimy saying it, but uh, but there it is. He says, "Well, uh, if you ever uh, I tell you what, for showing me that trick, if you ever get so drunk that you can't find your way home, you can sleep in one of the rooms upstairs." You know, I appreciate that. That's very kind of you. I promise I won't turn into a cheetah to do it. Or you know what? Maybe I will. Who knows? It depends on how drunk I get. Yeah, you know what? I uh, I uh, I don't even know how to respond to that. Mm-hmm. Well, listen. If you ever want someone to you know curl up at your feet, don't ask me. He says, "Good." Talking about all this feet. If you had said you'd curl up at mine, uh, I'd have probably hit you. That's fair. That's fair. I would have deserved it. He nods. He goes, "Yes, you would have." Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate it, Iser. Thank you so much. He nods. Uh, Alice, do you have any questions for Iser before we jump back to Thelonious? I have. I have nothing to top that. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Back over to you, Thelonious. It seems um, like the the half orcs are very very focused on maintaining a low profile, and to do that, it seems like they have taken jobs in the city. Does there happen to be a container nearby that's unattended? Roll a d20. That is a 13. With a 13, it looks like there is a container off to the side, but I wouldn't say it's fully unattended. It looks like, you know, there's a large shipping container nearby. Uh, Make a uh, uh, intelligence check. Nineteen. With a nineteen, this is adding up. You, this is the shipping district where goods are sent out along this river to go to other areas of this continent. On this oh, continent. that's how it works. Sorry, I'm just kidding. They're unloading things. They're not sending things out. They're unloading things in the shipping district. That does not add up. These shipping containers well, you... seem to have been brought in from outside the city, but not through the waterways that Strachhelm send uh, goods. So they're coming from that other part of the river? Yeah, the opposite way. So the yeah. uh, uh, it would be like the eastern side of the continent where 
goods from this city are supposed to be sent to, but it seems like someone is using the waterway and having things brought in. Supposedly, Longinus has had that paperwork approved for some time. Uh, yeah. Probably a few months at least. Okay, so that's all adding up. Mm-hmm. But, okay, I want to try to take a look, though, and see what's inside this container. Yeah, now this container that you're at right now, listening in at uh, uh, these uh, half-orcs, uh, is currently occupied. There's a lot of uh, half-orcs that are like, you know, have rope pulleys that are pulling on it, and it's moving around. Uh, there is another container, though, and it's on one of the boats that is uh, kind of docked. Do you want to try to hop onto uh, the boat and peek into one of the containers there? Yes. Absolutely. Make an oh, athletics check. God. It's like, it's like, <laughs> you're not there. Holding, it's like holding crack in front of a crack addict. <laughs> 21. With a 21, you jump onto the boat and uh, go ahead and make a uh, uh, stealth check. Oh, I thought you were going to say stupidity check. Ugh. Uh, seven. One of the half-orcs is like, the hell was that? Focus on your job. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it seems like they didn't notice you enough to have alerted their attention. But you must have had a shitty roll. (laughs) (laughs) With advantage? Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, yeah, it was not good. Uh, All right, I'm going to try and tiptoe to this nearest container that I can get access to you creep to one of the containers and you're now at this container uh it seems like the the container is locked it looks like there's like a padlock on like the door to this giant container uh would you like to try to pick the lock break the lock uh i do have uh a pick you know set lock picks? so absolutely yeah i'll try to pick that's what you call them lock picks yes <laughs> uh your thieves tools uh go ahead and make a yes, dexterity check and add proficiency as you pick the lock and let me know what you get what does it mean to add proficiency i'm sorry uh your proficiency bonus goes into this role because you're proficient with Got thieves it. tools 14 with a 14 the lock snaps open would you like to peek inside? Yeah. What are those two orcs doing? Real quick, I kind of peek and see if they're still kind of distracted. I uh, go ahead and uh, roll a d20. Seven. With a seven, it looks like their eyes are are like in your direction. You think that if you open the door widely that they'll notice, you think that you could probably sneak and uh, uh, crack the door and peek inside. All right, I'm going to try and sneak. Stealth check. Advantage. Eighteen. The door creaks open and a little thin ray of light goes in. And what you see are... Probably at a quick glance through just the crack in this door, four or five people that are chained up. They look emaciated. They look ill. They look like they are slaves. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session.
Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.